This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. I'm Chanae Ogumike. I'm Lisa Leslie, and we're very excited to tell you about our new podcast with Blue Wire, Front and Center. Lisa and I are breaking down what's going on in our lives, in the world, and keeping it 100. We're also learning from amazing guests as well, like Emmanuel Acho. People that show love to me, I forever got their back. Vivica A. Fox. If the foundation isn't right, then the rest of it's going to go wrong from there. And more. Subscribe to Front and Center today. Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast, the official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Ah, get you some of that big play, Zay. For those of you watching right now live, congrats. Because this is right as the game was called. Those on the post game, I'm going to be absolutely fired up. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you guys something right now. This is nuts. This is nuts. The fact that it relied on the guy that stepped in out of nowhere. This guy stepped in out of nowhere. Isaiah Johnson comes in for an injured Trayvon Mullen. And he puts the game away two plays is this nuts this is freaking nuts shout out to 31 (laughs) that is what I'm talking about right there my goodness what a game Raider Nation shout out Woo! episode 115 member of the blue wire podcasting network official podcast of raidersbeat.com this is nuts Isaiah Johnson, man. Shout out to number 31. Shutting down the game. Two jump balls thrown his way on the sideline. Put that guy in the game more often. Whenever you're facing a big physical wide receiver, number 31 needs to be on the football field. I've been freaking going for this guy ever since we picked him up. Undrafted free agent. I'm telling you, Isaiah Johnson. There's something about this guy. There's something about this guy. I watched him last year. Um in training camp and he was like like the only dude that was running stride for stride with a b down the sideline and i've been calling for this dude's name for the longest time here we are number 31 putting the game away for us let's go that's amazing let's uh whoo 
guys, I don't even know what to do right now. Let's uh, let's review the game, Raider Nation. Let's celebrate. Man, let's celebrate, Raider Nation. We kicked this game off, right? Chargers start off with a ball. They have a couple nice plays. We stop them at midfield. They punt. We're like, cool, defense. Like, let's roll, defense. Raiders get the ball, and it was ugly looking. That first possession was ugly looking. The first two times, the first two plays of the game for our offense, um, right tackle Sam Young was just like just getting bullied, getting pushed back in a Derek. Both throws are off target. It was third and 10, and we had no choice. I guess we just decided to run it because we felt like we couldn't pass block. Um, and we punted the ball, three and out. Ooh. Not looking good. Like, the vibe was like, okay, we got to really flip this thing back around, right? So, um, Chargers get the ball. Uh, they're picking up some chunks. There's a big play to Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen was hot early in the game. Paul Gunther, shout out, man. I give you I give you a lot of um, – you know, man, I'm on you all the time on this podcast, just like most of Raider Nation is. But shout out for taking Keenan Allen away for the majority of the end of the game. Because at the beginning, he was definitely hot. They moved down the field, and they missed a field goal. We're used to the Chargers charging and missing a field goal. This, that's a normal thing for us, right? That's a normal thing. So they missed the field goal. It's still 0-0. And it was cool to see the Raiders go back to the basics. We're like, okay, chill out. We got to really work these tackles back into the game. We got to really work these tackles back into the game. And we got back to the basics. We're picking up some big runs with Josh Jacobs. was great to see Josh Jacobs, man. Shout out. Having some big boy runs like we're used to with number 28. Uh, shout out to um, who I'm going to obviously contend for offensive player of the year as soon as things get rolling. I'm telling you, this football team gets hot and gets winning some football games. That's going to be our offensive player of the year. Uh, you already know who MVP is, but... Uh, I mean, not even just Jacobs, right? Um, Ingold has a big bully ball run on the sideline, gaining five, six extra yards, right? Um, obviously, yo, prayers up to uh, Alec Ingold. I want to see how that injury to his ribs is doing. Um, hopefully, it's not too sensitive. Hopefully, he can get back on the football field. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. <sighs> that's definitely something to be watching because that's that's big time for our football team. Jalen Richard showing up out of nowhere. Really, out of nowhere. Um, we know the playmaker that he can be. We know that he can show up at, at, at big times, but to see Jalen Richard get shifty, cutting up field, cutting back. And I mean, picked up like a, it was like a 20 yard reception, something nuts, really, uh, really going crazy. Um, and that follows up with Devonte Booker. This is this, that first drive, that scoring drive where the, where the Raiders got the ball back. It was just the, the backfield just absolutely going nuts. Yeah. Uh, -huh. D the sun shout out in the chat. D the Sun says Isaiah Johnson saved Gruden. And really he did. We're gonna get into the logistics of that. But yeah, I appreciate the donation there. Obviously, super chats. All get all super super chats get the shout-outs. But man, let it be felt. Where's the chat, man? Where are you guys watching from? Drop your city, your area code, your county, your state, your country. I don't care, man. Oh, it's amazing. This is amazing, Raider Nation. On a two-game win streak, feeling good. We, we chalked up the first win of our three-division rival uh, little campaign here. We got three division rivals in a row. Back to back to back. But anyways, that drive was really just all about the backfield. All about the backfield this drive. We went out there, and it was basically run, run, 
Jalen Richard, Devontae Booker. Devontae Booker follows a freight train of linemen and blockers down the sideline into the end zone. It's like a 20, I don't know, 23, 24-yard touchdown run, Devontae Booker. Boom, puts us on the board 7-0. Feeling good. Like, it's cool to see us put the first points on the board even with a shaky first drive. Um, Still, you know, LA gets the ball back, and like I said, Keenan Allen, finding an answer for Keenan Allen early in the game wasn't happening. And that, that was getting me worried. I don't want to see number 13 put up like 150 yards on us in a couple tutties. But he didn't, right? So, I mean, they they get down in the end zone. Or, I'm sorry, in the red zone. Eventually, they get in the end zone. And it, it wasn't necessarily just lack of scheme. Like, I'm not going to put that drive even like on like Gunther or anything. It was just kind of like a lack of effort. I feel like the defense like wasn't like out there putting their heart into it. And it showed even on the touchdown run that they had where – Corey Littleton, I felt like, you know, kind of had a little angle, had a little slip, didn't make much of an effort, and the and the and it was like fourth and two, and the running back trots in, 7-7. Seven, seven. I'm like, ugh. Shout out to Paradise Smoke in the chat, Ricky Hernandez. If you guys see any of my barbecue pictures on Twitter or anything, anything on barbecue, and that's uh, courtesy of Ricky Hernandez. He's my guy. He's a coworker of mine. Gives me all kinds of tips. So shout out to Paradise Smoke. If you're ever in the Central Valley and you go to like a cooking competition, look out for Paradise Smoke and uh, give a shout out to my guy Ricky while you're there. This dude, that dude throws down some pork ribs like no other, or anything really for that matter. Dude can cook. Anyway, so we get down after that touchdown, right? We're kind of spinning the tires a little bit. We're able to gain a little ground. We're moving the ball like DC's making some plays. And then there was a, it was a, ooh, man, was it a third down play? Third and shoot, six maybe. And Derek's getting pressured in the pocket. You guys remember this play. Derek's getting pressured in the pocket, moving around, shifty, buys an extra couple seconds, and kind of has an awkward off balance throw because, of course, there's defenders around him, takes a big hit after the throw, and uh, tosses it out to Darren Waller. A little behind him, I'll say it. Very catchable ball, dropped, boom, okay, punt. It's like one of those plays where it's like just game of inches. That's what football's all about, game of inches. We can sit here and try and put the blame on one or the other, but game of inches, that's what it comes down to. Just very close, almost great play, basically, is what that was. Then the Chargers get the ball. Big stop. Defense produces a three and out. I love saying three and out. Three and out's amazing. Defense produces a three and out. I love, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. <sighs> Honestly, nothing makes my heart more happy than the defense producing a three and out. I'd love nothing more than seeing the Chargers punting the football. Whew. Yes, Carr is legit. Carr, MVP. I love it. There's some love in the chat. There's some love in the chat. It's amazing. Raider Nation. Oh, man. Give me a Raiders. Give me a Raiders, wherever you're at. I don't care. I don't care who you're with. I don't care if they're family. I do it when my kids are napping. I'll wake my kids up sometimes. I don't care where you're at. Give me a Raiders, huh? Give me one. Raiders! Come on. Come on. This is it, Raider Nation. Feels good. What are we now? Huh? What are we? Woo. Five and three? Feeling good. Feeling real good. Yeah, give me a Raiders in the chat. It's where it's at, Raider Nation. What's going on? So, again, we get this three and out, right? Then we start to see the offense get a little creative. Henry Ruggs gets this 10-yard sweep. We're starting to pound the ball down the field. Josh Jacobs is just bullying people down the field. 
million people down the field. Had two or three great runs. He gets one, breaks it up the sideline. Amazing. Do you guys see that spit right now? I just had a spit right now. I just go boom, boom, out of my mouth. Josh Jacobs gets an amazing run, breaking down the sideline. Makes a beautiful reach for the pylon. Scores for a touchdown. Let me get to the super chat. Two ways Kane. Two ways Kane says, crazy ending. I don't know if anyone notices Darren has costly. Easy catch drops every other game. Really good game uh, by our running backs. You know, he's had a couple, you know, in my mind on, on third down that I can remember, but um, that's just obviously something he's going to work on. It's obviously something he needs to work on. Uh, just, you know, the, the focus, because for Darren Waller, he goes from being a high usage tight end now to being, he needs to be able to make the play whenever he's called on, because we got a lot of weapons and we're spreading this ball out. Ryan Miller, I appreciate the donation. Not what you said, but I imagine you said Raiders. I love it. Oh man. Back to this game breakdown. So that beautiful Dive for the pylon by Josh Jacobs. That was dope to see, like, his foot swinging around after the tackle. And it just being, I mean, it can't even, like, a fraction of the inch doesn't even do it justice. Like, you're waiting for that thing to kick up turf. Doesn't. Floats, reach, breaks the plane, touchdown. Yeah. Feeling good. 14-7. Feeling great, Raider Nation. Chargers get the ball. They're moving down the field. We almost had him held up at midfield. Right? Was that the third and... I think we had that third and 16 play or something, whatever that was. Almost held up at midfield. Uh, there's a big throw to Williams. Maybe it wasn't a third and six. Oh, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. Big throw to Williams. Mike Williams, big player. That was my one of my keys to the game. If you guys listen to the podcast, it was my, one of my key plays. Um, uh, big play to Williams. Big play to Keenan Allen. Again, in the first half, we didn't have much of an answer for Keenan Allen. They go down, they score a touchdown on that throw to Keenan Allen. 14-14. So it's like, ooh, okay, we got a football game in us, boys. We got a football game in us. Um, then we get the ball before half, and this is where, like, I was at an all-time low during this drive because there's, like, 20-something, 30 seconds left in the half, right? We get the ball, whatever, kind of run the clock out. We got, like, a, like it's, like, 15 seconds at the snap of the ball. We get the ball at the 30, uh, and we decide to throw it. John Gruden wants to throw the ball. With the way the tackles have been, that hasn't been really a good play. That hasn't been a good uh, hasn't been a good play call. It really hasn't. It really hasn't. Um, I mean, hats off to Tom Cable and what he did with the offensive line, but with Sam Young and Brandon Brandon Parker, I mean, it's not really it's, it's not going to be the safest call. It's not going to be the safest call. Hey guys, do me a favor real quick. While we're sitting here, getting into halftime, before I talk about the bad times, I want you to drop out. I want you to hit that thumbs up button for me. Can you give me a thumbs up if you're watching this? We got like like. I mean, total over 400 people or something watching this channel right now. Click that thumbs up for me. That's uh, that's how we get more Raider Nation people in here. Hit that thumbs up like button for me. Um, so we decide we're gonna throw it instead of just kneeling. And a strip sack. Hmm. If I gotta be honest, is is ball security maybe the the only thing hurting Derek Carr this season? Yes. Is that play on Derek Carr? No. Kneel the ball. Take it to the locker room. We're not scoring that drive. We're really not. When you hike the ball, you got like 15 seconds left. You're at the 30-yard line. The defense isn't going to let you pick up 40 before half. It ain't going to happen. You ain't going to kick a field goal. Kneel it. Take it to the locker room. Anyways, he fumbles strip sack. And we go down by three points going into halftime. 
I'm like mad, mad, <laughs> like so mad. I've never been, I, I shouldn't say I've never been more mad during Raiders game, but it's like one of those like, okay, here's three free points. Yeah, it's pretty pissed. So going to halftime. Like I said, I mean, it was overall, we played great, I would say, overall. It left a sour taste in our mouth going into halftime playing like that. Don't get me wrong, giving up three points, that sucks. Um, but besides our struggling offensive line and giving up a couple chunk plays on defense, I felt like the Raiders played great at halftime. felt like doing pretty good. felt like we're feeling pretty good, right? So we get the ball back, and after that big fumble play, after halftime, this is halftime. This is halftime. And we got a couple plays on the ground. We're like, okay, we're going to move the ball. And then, bam, DC drops a dime into Nelson Aguilar's lap. 45-yard touchdown. We take the lead 21-17. I mean, that sucker was like, sailed it. Let's go. Drop her in the bread basket. Right on the money, Nelson Aguilar, as usual, if you watch these Nelson Aguilar highlights and these big touchdown plays by Nelson Aguilar, don't get me wrong, those are great throws by DC, but it's the it's the communication and the chemistry that they have of Nelson Aguilar being able to body the defender to keep him behind him. I mean, Nelson Aguilar is putting himself in perfect position to make these plays. And DC is able to just drop a dime into the breadbasket. That was one of the best throws that I've seen this year from D.C. Top three throw easily. D.C. Dimes. Ivan the Great. Shout out to the moderator. Kenny King. I saw you in there. We're going to be talking to Kenny King here pretty soon, too. Woo! Man. Fired up. Remember what I told you I liked seeing the most? What really warms my heart? Because that next drive by the Chargers, we forced a three and out. You know, we forced that three and out was Isaiah Johnson. I keep seeing Isaiah Johnson in the chat, and it's amazing. And this this drive, we come out of halftime because, hey, shout-out to number 27. Obviously, he was um, dealing – I forget what it was. Groin? No? Hamstring. Hamstring. Trayvon Mullen goes out with a hamstring injury. Big-time loss. And it was bad on – shout-out to Grizz Turner, moderator in the chat, reminiscent of 2016. Exactly, exactly. Um, also – R.C. Raider in the chat. Appreciate the donation. R.C. Raider says, after Chargers made it 28-26, I called the Raiders only scoring field goal and the Chargers driving for the touchdown. When I saw it happening, it was excruciating. Yeah, I mean, A, it was. it was That was a painful end of the game. It was very bad. You just think, we're relying on the defense to make two stops right now. Twice, actually. Twice. So we had the one a little after midfield. We're relying on to make two stops. It was a third and like six or something. Four down territory. They didn't get it. So we get on the goal line. You're going to tell me we're going to get on like the two or whatever it is and they're not going to score? Would have never guessed. I would have never guessed. Whew. Anyways, so like I said, whenever we shut, we, we, we showed up with that three and out. DC for MVP. DC for MVP. If, you, if you're feeling it, drop it in the chat. DC for MVP. So, like I said, though, they get that three and out on defense. Amazing. None other than Isaiah Johnson making a clutch tackle on Mike Williams on a slant route. That's not an easy tackle to make on a big boy like Mike Williams. Mike Williams, I mean, he's a jump ball dude, but he's a dude that you catch him on a slant, he's going to pick up three or four extra yards almost no matter what. Isaiah Johnson brings him down for like two. Amazing. Three and out. And guess what? 
DC's taking shots again. This might have been the two drives back-to-back -back that were best all year long. Black Sunday, Kenny King. Shout-out to Kenny King Jr. in the chat. But I will say, these might have been the best two drives back-to-back. -back. After taking that big shot to Nelson Aguilar, and then rolling, you're rolling out, it's like third and four. He rolls out. He breaks coverage, or he breaks uh, uh, um, pressure out of the pocket. He's rolling out right. He sees Hunter Renfro and that amazing chemistry that he has with number 13. He sends him deep and lobs it up. He says, deep, 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 go, go, go. Sorry, sorry. Easy on the mic. Sends him deep, lobs it up. Bam, DC Dime, Hunter Renfro, deep shot. <laughs> deep shot. I love it. Picks up big gain, Hunter Renfro. Then we get down to a big situation where DC needs to pick up a first down. What does he do? Air car. Yeah, he's he's rocking them, them Jays this year. He's rocking with the Jordan brand cleats this year. And it's not Air Jordan, it's Air Car this year. And he dives over the defender, picks up that first down, looking great. This is amazing, guys. This is amazing. Then it hits a strike to Darren Waller D Wall in the back of the end zone. I mean, we're just piling it on right now. 28-17, we're feeling good, guys. I was feeling great. I was feeling great. Then the Chargers get the ball back. Shout out to RC Raider again. I do think Carr is finally back to pre-injury form. Hey, yeah, I agree, too. And I felt like last year he was really worked into it a little bit, too. But this year we finally just kind of have those pieces to really make it, you know, feel right. We really make it feel right. Yeah, what a gut-wrenching game in the chat. I see you. It definitely was, man. The end of this game. I didn't know. I mean, I'm getting ready to click live, and I don't know how this game is going to go. And as soon as I – I mean, I thought I saw it whenever it was live. I thought I saw it, I thought I saw that ball hit the ground. I wasn't sure how I was going to do it. But anyways, Chargers get the ball back. They throw a deep ball to some no-name guy. I still don't know his name. I don't care what his name is, really. Some Chargers wide receiver. That's apparently their speed guy or something. I really, I really don't care who he is. Uh, Jonathan Abram was in coverage. Jonathan Abram reaches over, has the angle, goes for the pick, and his right hand hits his helmet. And then all Abram can do is take that right hand that hit his helmet and wraps around him. Um, guy comes down with a catch. But I will say right now, because Abram was going for a pick, he was going like this. He should have just tried to swat it down, but he was going like this because he was going to get this other hand in there to get this pick. It would have been a picked ball. That would have been an interception on number 24 right there. Right hand hits the helmet, takes it out of contention. Ball falls right by Abram's hand into the receiver. And they're kind of just, you know, back into things. <sighs> That's where you're like, okay, what are we going to do here, defense? They stopped him, actually. A couple slightly overthrown. There's a slightly overthrown ball to Waller. There's a slight, slightly overthrown ball, I think, to the tight end. They settled for a field goal. Um 28-20. We're winning 28-20 at this point, right? Um, we're moving the ball the, the ball down the field. And this is really cool kind of how we're doing this. Josh Jacobs is kind of heavily used in one drive. Booker's heavily used in another drive. Really, I think, saving energy for each guy. Taking every other drive off. Feeling good. Um, move the ball big chunks. Unfortunately, we punt. So, Chargers get the ball. Uh, they drive down the field. There was this, like, super weird... Crosby had the angle on the quarterback. Um, they look like they're the play is going to the right. Herbert decides to hook to the left, throw it, just like throws a prayer in the air. Uh, Max Crosby lays the hammer. 
big hit on Max from Max Crosby to the quarterback. Herbert was actually, uh, you know, really shooken up after that hit, um, and they scored a touchdown on that play. He gets it to the like fullback or something. Daniel Mangus in the chat. Can I get a Raiders? Raiders! Shout out to your speakers. Hopefully they're surviving right now during this. <laughs> But anyways, they throw this. He throws his prayer up, and they score a touchdown. They go for two. They don't get it. They have a uh, Tyrod Taylor in the game. Runs kind of like an option. Tyrod was kind of confused. Obviously, it was out of nowhere because Herbert was still shooken up. Made it seem like he could have came back in. They didn't want to burn the timeout, so that he went for it anyways. Um, and Nick Kwiatkowski is the dude. He's a dude, as Darren Carr would say. The Nick <laughs> Nick Kwiatkowski's a dude. And uh, he stood him up right there at the goal line. 28-26, Raiders. 28-26. Right? So the, the Raiders get the ball back. And we muff it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. So we get the ball back. We go three and out. We punt it. They muff it. We get the ball. Plan to do something with it. We get conservative. We got a fourth and two. And we kick a field goal. I mean, I guess playing not – we're playing not to not to lose football. We're playing not to lose football. And that's the football that we hate the most, obviously, as Raiders fans watching this offense. I want to see us taking strikes. I want to see us if we're on fourth and two. Let's go go for it on fourth and two. Whatever. So we get the field goal. We're up by two. I mean, who cares? Whatever. We're playing not to lose. Like I said, we're you know, a field goal would win the game. That's fine. At the end of the day, hey, look, we put the trust in them. Uh, the Chargers obviously could have drove down if we would have kicked the – if we would have – uh, went for it and not kicked the field goal, and we didn't get the first down, we could have lost this game because the Chargers easily drove down into field goal position. So, I mean, it is what it is, whatever. So we kicked the field goal, 38-26, we're winning this football game. And this is where we got it, man. This is where, I mean, they drove down, and they're going to drive down. They're going to pick up those yards because they're in just a last-ditch effort to go down there and score some points and need a touchdown. But those two back-to-back -back plays by Isaiah Johnson were amazing. Were absolutely Amazing. You know what? That, ending on this, before I wrap up the game, because I think you guys already know which way this is going. And week nine, there's a couple guys, that a, a couple groups even, that I could have named. But this is going to be my lights out player of the game. Look, I could have gone many directions. I could have gone many directions with this. For one, I'm looking at Derek Carr, and he's coming out after halftime, after having a couple bad plays, and Derek Carr comes out and making some big boy throws. Big boy throws, right? He's doing great. He's putting our team in a position to win this football game by putting us up by double digits, by putting us up by two scores. Doing great. Then I look at our running backfield, right? You see Jalen Rashard making big plays. Kick returner, a couple, you know, made made a big pickup on his on his on one of his catches. Josh Jacobs eating up. What do we have? Like over 160 rushing yards or something crazy, probably. I know we're getting up there. Devontae Booker getting in there huge. But my lights out player of the game is gonna be none other than Isaiah Johnson. Because I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do. You can put up yards all game long, but what it comes down to is the play that wins the game. And Isaiah Johnson not only made one play to win the game, he made two plays to win the game. He made two plays to win the game. One-on-one, -on -one, it's you and the other dude. You got, you got, just, that's it. 
You're not relying on anybody else. You're the dude out there lined up at the top of the screen out there on an island by yourself. You got to make the play. And you know what the Chargers are thinking? Who's number 31? Oh, it's some undrafted free agent. Who knows where he came from? Who knows where this guy came from? He hasn't hardly played any snaps in the NFL. We're going to target him. Number 31 came up big and made two big plays for us. That's the lights out player of the game. Because when you shut the lights out and you put it just on those two guys, Isaiah Johnson beat his guy every time. Mike Williams on third down. You saw that big stop. And the two times to win. Woo! Man, it gets me fired up. Throw lights out player of the game, Raider Nation. Drop in the chat if you agree. Drop in the chat who your lights out player of the game would be. Obviously, mine is Isaiah Johnson. But if you guys disagree, change it up on me. I want to hear your thoughts. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. That's their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's a blue wire, all one word, B-L-U-E-W-I-R-E. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Woo! Man, Simon has seen the chat. Raiders! His words, those are his words, not mine. He says, Simon SC says, D needs an overhaul, a.k.a. get rid of Gunther. Offense needs to be... Uh, less predictable. I can see that. Hey, look, I mean, the defense coming up, making plays against a pretty good offense. Against a pretty good offense. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. I'm going I'm to I'm lay, lay off the defense on wins, man. I mean, I, I know there's going to be improvements, you know, around. I, obviously, I don't see us making a change on defensive corner. I don't think after wins. I mean, hey, I could be a little off. But, hey, Nick Kwiatkowski, lights out player of the game. Definitely, definitely a possibility. Definitely, definitely a possibility. So, Bringing into this thing, uh, uh, bringing on, you know, none other than our guy, Kenny King Jr. So we're uh, going to take this quick break, and we'll be right back. Kenny King, real talk. 
Yeah. So bringing in my dude. Coming out five and three, baby, after a game that was, I mean, at an all-time line. Talk heart attack game. Kenny King Jr. What is going on, brother? What's good, brother? How you doing, man? Dude, I'm doing great because I wasn't sure how this game was going to go, especially at the end. You go to look at this thing, and it's like, okay, you know, we're going to go either way. We're down in this final drive. I'm getting ready to hit record within a few minutes, and I don't know if it's going to be a, I'm going to get on here and be pissed, or I don't know if I'm going to get on here and celebrate, and there's nothing better in the world than getting on here with Raider Nation, talking football, and being excited. Bro, 100%, I was right there with you. I'm sitting there watching the game. I see it live. I see the ball come out. They're, <laughs> they're signaling touchdown. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs that it's a drop, that he dropped it, he didn't get it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Are they going to give this to them? And then when it got overturned, I was like, oh, my God. My, my, my heart is still beating from it. My blood pressure is still boiling. But, uh, man. There's, man. A, there's a few topics here, Kenny King, that I want to talk about. Okay. There's there's a few. Actually, quite a few. Are you are you got you got some time on your hands? You got some time. You ready to buckle up? Talk talk about some real some cold hard facts here. Got a little bit of time right now. Let's 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 get into it. So obviously falling off my lights out player of the game. Uh Isaiah Johnson. Yes, he can cover. Yes, we saw him make some big boy plays out there. Getting after the big physical wide receivers. But did you see him? He's able dude, the dude can tackle. I mean, he's getting up there like a safety. There's one play that he came up and he made a tackle on the runner, breaking towards the sideline. I thought he was Jonathan Abram there for a second. The way he attacked the hip. I don't know, man. Isaiah Johnson could be that dude. We need to get that guy some more snaps. But with our net coming back, I'm interested to see how we can work him in to this defense. I mean, what I've been saying all along is that they need to move Isaiah Johnson to safety. I think that what we've seen at the safety position uh, with Harris and, you know, with Heath at times, uh, you know, the, you see a little bit of a liability. I think there's some coverage issues there. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Harris. I think that, you know, he's a great player. Or not a great player. I think he's a good player. He's a good addition to the team. He's a vocal leader. He's somebody who can come in and play well you know, during the game, but he's not a guy that can start that game and play continuously. Yeah. Uh, you, you look at Johnson, you see what he can do. He's everything that we thought Obi Malafamu was going to be, and he's been able to play really well when he gets in there. So to see what he can do, I want to see more of it, uh, especially with Arnett coming back and Mullen. Yeah, we got some people in the chat, man, Ch- uh, in the shout, <laughs> in the chat that want us to give a shout out to none other than Kyle Wilbur. With the fumble recovery. And that wasn't just a fumble recovery, man. That was some extra effort. They could have easily got that ball. Um, but he's a special teams captain for a reason. We signed him, you know, it was, what's been three years now or something. We've kept him on this football team as a captain. That's why he is that. Because he goes out there and, hey, I mean, I don't care if we paid him for 10 years. I don't care if we gave him Gruden's contract. You make a play like that to win a football game, put us in a better position. I love it, number 58. Yeah, man, Kyle Wilber has been that guy that, you know, has been very consistent on special teams. He came in today, made a huge play, um, you know, really was a game-saving play, in my opinion, uh, you know, as well as the the drop in the end zone from the touchdown. But it was a really big-time game-saving play. It put us in position to where we were able to move the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, he definitely earned that captain's patch today. Yeah, man. Another note that I got here. I got a few of them, man. We're going to hit We're gonna hit on some stuff, King King. I'm pumped. I'm pumped about this football team. And uh, one of, I mean, I got to give a shout out to Tom Cable. And Tom Cable was a guy that we called for his head a few years ago, almost as much as we're doing for Paul Gunther now, except Tom Cable 
took a couple personnel changes, and he actually made something of his unit, and he did great work today, missing three of the five starters. You're, you're rolling out there with Sam Young, who's half injured, Brandon Parker, who's a dude that we thought shouldn't even be in the NFL last year, Denzel Good, who's been playing great, but you're without Richie Incognito. You're missing Colton Miller, Trent Brown, who we're used to anyways, but Colton Miller, Trent Brown, and no Richie Incognito. And he went out there, and the first drive was super sketchy, not going to lie. I was like, oh, boy, this is not going to be good. But he, he turned it around between Tom Cable and John Gruden, whatever's going on there. They have enough chemistry and obviously a good enough relationship uh, to make things work in their play calling and get the flow of the offense going. So, I mean, hats off to Tom Cable, bro. Yeah, you know, and, and to, to piggyback on that, you know, we, we came to this game with two starting offensive linemen. Uh, you touched on the fact that Brandon Parker's that you know shouldn't we thought he shouldn't be in the NFL. He started at left tackle today and he played pretty yeah. damn well. You, know, you got Sam Young, who we talked about this before the game. You know where you know our concern was that Sam Young may not have made it through the whole game. And we look at the backups there. We have Andre Andre James and Patrick Omame, where Patrick has never touched the field. Andre played pretty well last year when he came in, but. It's really a patchwork offensive line, and they were able to move the ball successfully. De Devontae Booker had some great yards. Josh Jacobs had some great yards. Derek Carr had time to throw. I mean, he had some great deep throws where he had time to actually throw the ball. And so to see that with two offensive linemen, with three offensive linemen out, uh, with not having the starting offensive line this whole year, I got to give Tom Cable all the props because he has done a tremendous job. <laughs> Kitty King Jr. I will say – um, when he, I talked to I talked to Kenny King before the game, and and he brought up Patrick uh, Omame. Whatever, I don't even know his name. I still know his name. Or basically, our last offensive lineman on the roster. I'm like, who? Who? <laughs> like, hopefully, Bro. I mean, uh, <laughs> next man up mentality. I'm cool with, but I had no idea who the guy was. Um, I wasn't even trying to dig that deep on the offensive line. I hope he wasn't going to see the field, and he didn't. So, shout out to Tom Cable. And, it, and here's one thing I want to say. Shout out to Simon SC in the chat. Simon SC, always get involved with the show, and I love it. Simon SC says, D needs to stop the zone. Uh, been burnt more than uh, better. Dude. Old school Raider D. Man up, bump and run, especially when Damon Arnett is back. And I, I, I couldn't I, agree more. I agree. I, you know, here's here's my thing. You know, we talk about Tom Cable and, and him stepping up and coaching through adversity. You know, he hasn't had his offensive line this whole year. An offensive line, aside from the quarterback, is probably the most important position on the field. You can argue that the offensive line is even more important than quarterback at times because at least if you have a really good offensive line, you can put a backup in there and still move the ball. Yeah. But you look at the defense. As a defense as a whole, you know, we're missing a couple starters here and there, but you look at what we're talking about, next man up mentality, right? If somebody's out, somebody needs to step up. And we're not seeing that on defense or it's it's Paul Gunther coaching scared because they go into that soft coverage and they continue, continue to give up big plays on third and long when the Raiders could be getting the ball back, shutting it down and we could drive the score up a little bit more. So it's really frustrating to see that because you see the defensive line that we're putting in work today, you know, and then you see them switch to the soft coverage and third on third down and. It's like everything they did was for naught, and then the defense gets gassed, and then they wonder why they're giving up plays. Yeah. Here's another note that I got for you, Kenny King Jr. You ready for this one? My man passing love notes over here. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Josh Jacobs and Devontae Booker are the best running back duo in the NFL right now. And I, you know what? 
Josh Jacobs, arguably, I'd say almost easily, top five running back. You get him in good situations, you get the ball in his hands in a good situation, and he's gonna make he's gonna make people miss. I'd love to see the amount of times that this guy should have been tackled behind the line of scrimmage and he picks up extra yards. And then you get Devontae Booker in there, a guy that defenses are still sleeping on this guy. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's getting a lot better looks than Josh Jacobs because Devontae Booker's Devontae Booker enters the game and defenses really, I don't think, are completely focused on him. Not, not to take anything away from what Booker's doing on the field, but what he did on that touchdown run, he was following a train of blockers. It just, I mean, he just waltzed right on the end zone. So, I mean, between Jacobs on the ground and Booker taking advantage of anybody sleeping at the opportunity of the backup running back touching the football, it's really cool seeing these guys being able to switch off possessions. One possession, Josh Jacobs is the featured back. Next possession is Devontae Booker is the featured back, keeping them fresh, basically getting getting them an extra break every game. You're getting that extra fresh of legs every single time, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm dubbing them best running back duo in the league. The chat, if you want to disagree or agree, let me know. But Kenny King, what are your thoughts? You know, Cody, I'll tell you, they are the the one-two punch that they have is amazing. Um, and then when you throw Ingold in the mix and, and get him involved in the in the run game, get him involved in the passing game, get Richard in there. I mean, our stable of running backs is is very good. I, I'm actually really impressed with it. Um, I'm I'm curious to see how it continues to go down throughout the season because you know I I think that Booker's availability has definitely increased the ability for Josh Jacobs to stay healthy. Um, and it's crazy to think that you know. Some people don't think that Josh Jacobs would be a top five running back in the league. Some people think that, you know, Josh Jacobs isn't playing well this year. And I think that, you know, aside from a couple games with injuries, Josh Jacobs has been playing tremendously well. And he showed it again today. You know, Booker had that big run and, you know, he got he got a little more carries because of that big run. And then we saw Josh Jacobs come in and light it up. And, you know, it's it's great to see Jacobs come in, uh, especially after Booker lights him up and then Josh Jacobs can light, light him up as well. Yeah, I saw someone in the chat drop in. Where was Edwards? And that's going to actually get right into my next point. And I said it going into this game. Now, if you listen to the podcast, I said, even with Brian Edwards coming back, how do you insert him into this game with the way Nelson Aguilar is playing? Because my little bit of hot take here, Nelson Aguilar is wide receiver one on this football team. Because, hey, don't get me wrong. Henry Ruggs is still the dude, and I don't think there's a whole lot wrong with Henry Ruggs, but you see every time we take a shot to Henry Ruggs, he's double teamed. No matter what the stat line says, teams are still going to guard him because he is a game-breaking player. But Nelson Aguilar is taking advantage of every opportunity, and he's playing fan-friggin-tastic. Nelson Aguilar is the reason that Brian Edwards isn't getting a whole lot of snaps on the field, if any, I don't think this game. I don't know if I saw him on there really at all. If he did, it was just very, very, very few. Um, but yeah, uh, Nelson Aguilar, what do you think, off. man? I saw Edwards come off the field uh, a couple times and, you know, I mean, it's his first game back from injury. Yeah. I think that they're going to work him in. You know, you look at how John Gruden runs thing. He works guys into the offense and it's really a game to game thing. You know, it could be one game that Aguilar goes off. It could be another game that Ruggs goes off. It could be another game that Waller goes off. It could be a game that the Zay Jones gets involved. I mean, we haven't heard Zay Jones name in, in weeks. Yeah. Um, and so, it's really it's it's an offense by committee. And I think that, you know, it is next man up, especially with the receivers. And we have a receiving core where we can do that now. We have a receiving core. Where we've got playmakers at at depth. I mean, the the second and third guys are still good. Yeah. But I think that Nelson Aguilar has separated himself as that wide receiver one. I mean, you look at, you know, what Tyra Williams did last year before he got hurt. Nelson Aguilar could is arguably better than what Williams did. 
And to see where Nelson Aguilar has come from and to see where he's at, I mean, the guy couldn't catch a cold in Philly. Unlike you know, he, there's memes. Yeah, there's memes about him, you know, and to see where he came from, because he was a stud at USC. Yeah. To see where he came from and to see where he's at now, I love to see the progression that he's made. And that 415 connection is still there. I mean, Carr had it with Crabtree, and he's got it with Aguilar now. I love it, dude. And, and just like whenever we signed him, he had a couple years. They had like maybe two years of bad drops. But whenever we signed him, I kept saying, how many wide receivers in this league, let alone on the Raiders roster, have had like nine receptions in the Super Bowl? Not very many. Nelson Aguilar showed up on the big stage, and he's been doing that for us every year. Or not every year, every game. <laughs> I'm already getting too far into this thing. Hopefully Nelson Aguilar gets locked up uh, long term. But Simon SC in the chat, uh, we needed to run more than pass. Chargers D is bad. Make them respect the run. Get them chunk yards. Ingold is the wild card for defense. Uh, shout out to Ingold. Hopefully everything's going to be cool in this ribs. Yeah. Get back. Um, and I agree. I mean, I, I would say, honestly, Simon, I feel like we did enough in the run to humble them. Early in the game, no, I think we, we caught on the second drive. I wish we would have opened up like that. Um, but we saw what happened. Was it the Browns that was playing them? Baker Mayfield was struggling against the Chargers or something. And then he started taking shots down the field at certain points of the game, and they took over. Kind of the same thing would happen here. We're running the ball, and we run – what do we have, 150-something rushing yards? Yeah. Something crazy. There, I, know, I, I know it was, was a lot. I think yeah. we, we crossed over 150, and then it was by the end of the game. We're – Playing great. Simon SC, when it came to game planning, uh, there's a couple things in there that I like were kind of hiccups, but overall, I think we played great. And Watts Raider in the chat, Isaiah Johnson, for all yes. the haters. He says, I'm out. Shout out to Watts Raider. Can I just, you, can yeah, I just say one thing about, about the run? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Raiders are the Raiders are undefeated in games where Josh Jacobs has scored a rushing touchdown. Ooh, I like the nugget. That's a good little nugget there for us, Kenny King Jr. Man, yeah, yeah. Right, that's just a little mic drop moment, real quick. That is a mic drop moment. I for for uh, for a second, I really thought you dropped your mic there, but <laughs> so no, I got a, I got the crane now, so we're good. Hey, the crane, the the boom, the boom mic, the crane mic is uh, is the where boom. it's at. So I got I got a, I got like three more points here. I got three more points. You got you got time, Kenny King. I, I want to make sure you got time here for these. I got time. I got time, man. Number forty four, Nick Kwiatkowski is the heart. Of this defense. Look, Jonathan Abram, he, he's like the punisher. He's like the older brother that if someone screws with you, like he's gonna go out there and he's gonna like try and just take your head off. But the heart of this defense and the guy that like is just the moving muscle, I think it's Nick Kwiatkowski. And I don't know where we would be without number 44 on this football field. Nick Kwiatkowski has been the best signing on defense that the Raiders have had. You know, we we clamored for um, for Corey, Corey Littleton, yeah. um, I don't know if it's if it's him. I don't know if it's a defensive scheme. I, I, I really don't know, but um, he hasn't been as advertised. Uh, and I'm hoping that it can turn around because there's a lot of money spent on him. He's a guy that we definitely need. You know, to we brought him in to to cover tight ends, and you know the Raiders have had issues covering tight ends for the past 15 years. And so it would be nice to see him turn that around. But you look at Kwiatkowski. Um, most notably, that stop on Tyrod Taylor where he just stood him up was huge. I'm excited about Kwiatkowski and what he can continue to do. Yeah, Kenny King, I got someone asking about my cup in the in the, in the the chat right now. If, I don't know where I got it from. Uh, Gorilla Rilla posted on his Facebook one time, and I ordered it. It took like two months to get here. Pretty cool. I, I, I like the backside. This is cool. You know, Monster Raiders. Raiders Energy has the, has yeah, the facts on the backside. I like it. So, anyways, uh, Nick Kwiatkowski, man, has been uh, really – 
I mean, Aguilar, best signing on offense, free agency. And then Nick Witkowski, I think, best signing defense, free agency. You said it best. Um, two more. And we're going to get back to the basics here. And that is salt and Peppa is back. Max Crosby, Cleveland Farrell. Cleveland Farrell owns the Chargers. For whatever reason, the dude comes out. And I just hope, I just hope this isn't something where I'm just going to, like, lay my mortgage down onto. But seeing the duo get back to business, getting pressure on this on this quarterback, little banged up offensive line, I don't care. We had more, and we did more with it. Um I don't know, man. Salt and pepper made me feel good, and hopefully, these young this young duo in year two. You can talk about sophomore slump all you want. Maybe we can get out of the slump early, second half of the season, and now we can get into things. And salt and pepper is gonna, you know, carry us uh, as as a as maybe hopefully a, a, a more pressuring defensive line going into the playoffs. Yeah, I think the biggest thing with salt and pepper is they play really well against division rivals. And this is a prime opportunity for them to start playing really well. I mean, they had a great game against the Chiefs. Uh, they had a really good game against the Chargers. And now we've got the Broncos and we've got the Chiefs. And so if they can have a three-game stretch where they continue to play really well, that's going to build momentum. It's going to build confidence in those guys where they can just keep it going and keep the, keep it moving, keep that continuity. I think that they can get, do some big-time damage in this league, um, especially going against the AFC West. Yeah. Man, Kenny King Jr. coming in hot. I love what you're bringing right now, brother, on the Stage Door Casino Hotline. If there's anyone in the chat, I mean, I doubt it because if you're in, in Vegas and you went to Stage Door Casino and you hung out and you watched the game, I doubt you're going to be on YouTube right now because I guarantee you're still having a good time at Stage Door Casino. But if you've been to Stage Door Casino at all, drop your thoughts in there, man. That's some good stuff. Um, I missed a super chat. Napoleon Kaufman. Good old Napoleon Kaufman dropping in the chat. Um, an injury update on Mullen and Engold. I'm not going to have any injury updates for you guys, honestly. Uh, right now, it's, it's not going to be a good time. Uh, Trayvon Mullen going out was, ham, well, I think, hamstring. Um, something that could just be nagging. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'll see him resting at the rest of the week. And Alec Engold is someone that I will, man, at best, I don't know if I even see him really playing next week, Kenny King. Like, if Alec Engold Engold's camp, in the hospital. Oh, man, is he? So, uh, yeah, there was just uh, he posted on his Instagram that he's in the hospital. Um, he just posted a picture. He's he's in the hospital. He's in a gown. He looks to be in good spirits. Got his arms up, raised, uh, celebrating the win. Uh, but there is no uh, no results. They're just uh, they're we're doing testing right now. I was going to say maybe that's like a like a cracked rib or something. Hopefully not. I don't know what's going to be going on there. I guess after the show, man, that's crazy. I hate hearing that, you know, players are in the hospital. Just even like Trent Brown here and Trent Brown get in the hospital. It's like, man, just kind of like it eats at you. It like sucks. So I might have to shoot Alec Ingold a text after this. And Raider Nation, Raider Nation, what should, we, what should we tell Alec Ingold? Give me some suggestions, man. What do you, what do you want us to tell Alec Ingold after this show? Um, here's the last one, Kenny King. You ready for this one? Oh, actually, hold on. No. One, one more comment I missed. Oh, never mind. No comment. Rusty Rock. Appreciate the donation. Appreciate the donation. Um, Here's the last one. Derek Carr is the dude. MVP. Oh, I thought I thought that Derek Carr would be on the bench by now, to be honest with you. M I thought that Marcus Mariota was QB1. VP. I thought I thought Marcus Mariota MVP, was Kenny King. QB1. <laughs> I don't know how Derek Carr is still playing this game. Um, he was supposed to know, get benched I, during the bye week. No, you know what? Honestly, Derek. <laughs> I, I've been saying this. I mean, look, I've been a huge Derek Carr supporter, but I'll also give him, you know, I'll give him the criticism when it's when it's due. Um, I got 
a little bit frustrated after the fumble, after the strip sack, and he came back and threw a beautiful ball <laughs> to Aguilar and shut everybody up. And then doubled down and ran for a first down, threw another touchdown. I mean, dude. That dive? Dude, definitely. Yeah, I mean, that dive was, I mean, look, Derek Carr, Derek Carr let his nuts hang and put the big boy pants on. And yeah, I apologize to Blue Wire. I usually save that kind of talk for my show. Uh, <laughs> but he put the big boy pants on and he let him hang and he he showed out today. And I think that, you know, Derek Carr has been playing lights out. Lights out. Derek Carr has been playing lights out, man. I'm, I'm really excited to see how he's been playing. I think he's fourth, fourth best in the league right now. Um, you know, I think that you had said that he's a top five quarterback. Everybody laughs at you. Well, guess what? The league says he's a top five quarterback. He's a top five quarterback. There's there's really no other arguing to it. You can't – you cannot – I mean, I would say down to two or three maybe quarterbacks that I would take on the football field right now instead of number four in the silver and black. Really, I mean, really, in, in all honesty. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes out there playing. Rogers maybe. And, Rogers, and, Wilson. and Wilson. Exactly. Two, three, three, three quarterbacks. You give me maybe a fourth. If you want to go, if you guys want to try and name a fourth, go ahead. But if that, I want to get crazy, I'd say Watson. Go ahead there. I mean, even then though, look at their record, right? Hey, uh, right. Well, right. Oh, sorry, record's not a quarterback stat. Right. <laughs> we can't use that one right now. We're back to that. Brian Valera in the chat. Brian in. The, oh man, what's going on, buddy? Five and three. Let's go. He says this is his words, not mine. Brian Valera says. Raiders, come on, baby! I got much left. Raiders, ah, let's go! I love it, Kenny King Jr. We're gonna do this the same way we've always done it. Close us out on this five and three weekend, brother. Cutting out on me, man. You're cutting out. Kinda. Kinda. All right, let's try this again. Hold Go. On. Raider Nation, what's up? We had a big, big Booker. They did their thing. Raider Nation, we're going in this week. We're coming back home. We got the Broncos. And the Broncos are going to try to beat us. They're feeling a little sad because they just got stomped by ATL. Drew Locke's going to want to dance and sing all over the field. They're going to smack him in his little mouth. Salt and pepper, season up that field. Let's get it, Raiders. Let's go. Kenny King Jr. I love it, brother. We'll be uh, we'll be talking soon, I'm sure, you know, after the game. Kenny King, real talk. Kenny King, real talk. Bam. There you have it. We're going to take a quick break. Um, and then when we come back, we will be taking some callers. So get ready, callers. If you're watching on your phone, I guarantee I, you know I suggest you put it up on the television or your iPad or somewhere. Be ready to call in. And I get a lot of callers at one time. Keep calling. I'm here. Maybe I pick your call. So we're gonna take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we're ready. Raider Nation, ready to hear your voice. Listen up, Raider Nation, because today I have a new Manscaped product for you. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. Probably not near as bad as Tom Brady, but still, 
Nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. As much as that guy gets Botox, I'm sure he gets his nose hairs trimmed. Um, and even you ladies, I know some of y'all could use this thing, but fellas, it's time to keep your ear and nose hairs looking as nice and clean as your clean-shaven balls. Nobody likes plucking nose and ear hairs, so Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides the proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. I'm telling you, look at this thing. Really gets after it. See, I'm good. See, because I, I use this thing often, so there's not much in there. We're cleaned out. We're good. Looking good. Got the nose hairs all trimmed up. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. Have you ever pulled out your nose hair uh, with your fingers? I'm telling you, it might hurt, honestly, more than uh, watching the Raiders' defense give up a first down on third and 14. But Manscaped is making whacking your weeds um, a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence um, while providing hygiene. And yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code Code Raider Cody at manscaped.com. So uh, thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Like I said, again, get 20% off and free shipping with code Raider Cody at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code Raider Cody. What are you waiting for? Whack your weeds. Get after it. And we're back. Shout out to Manscaped. Whack those weeds, fellas. Shout out to the chat. Um, and during the break, someone was already on top of things, had the number saved. We've got them here queued up. So the first caller of the day, man, the 808. This is, uh, that's Hawaii, right? Man, what's going on? Yeah, it's Hawaii. Aloha, Cody. What's going on? How you feel, it's man? Mr. We're... Black. Oh, Mr. Black. First time caller? I called you, no, second time I called you when you first started, but uh, I'm an old-time, old-timer, old-time Raider fan, and this is a, that was a close, close win. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, as close as, what, were we at the one, the two? You really don't get a, any closer win than two shots to gain a couple yards to win the football game, so... Hey, as an old timer, it doesn't matter how far back you go. That's as close as it gets, man. How you feeling? Five and three. Oh, feeling great. Five and three. Uh, they they really needed this win, and now we'll bring in the donkeys and uh, at yeah. home and uh, take on them, and then the tough one later after that would be the Chiefs. So uh, we just got to keep rolling. Yeah, man. Hey. So uh, just just uh, sending out the Raider Nation love from. Way, 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 way out west here, <laughs> out in the islands. Yeah. All right. Raider Nation Hawaii, Mr. Black, appreciate you calling in. I'm sure we'll talk again soon, brother. Good stuff. I appreciate Raider Nation calling in. We really are worldwide um, and bringing in now the second caller of the game, five and three. Caller, state your name, man. Where are you calling from? Oh, hey, Cody, man, I'm a big fan. My name is uh, uh, TJ <laughs> <know>. Leota. Uh, <laughs> as oh, soon as you started talking, I knew who you are, bro. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Who do you think this is? Bro? It's Mariota. Yeah, Call what's going name. on? Samoan Raider coming <laughs> what's in. Good, man. Raiders. Raiders. I love it. Bruh. Is that I was nuts? Here editing, and I, I tuned into your show, and I just seen you put the number. I was like, let me call in, man. I'm excited right now, dog. After this win, man. I love that energy uh, right now. In the chat, you uh, guys know who Samoan Raider is. Give a shout out. Say thank you, Samoan Raider, for coming in, and giving us some extra <laughs> content, bro. Bro, I feel blessed. I feel blessed to be on on your show right now. I actually got you on my iPad while I'm editing. I'm like. <laughs> I'll see if he answers my call. I don't know if he knows it's me or not. Hey, man. Hey, it's just luck of the draw right now because you know I got I got a few here, and for whatever reason, I guess my mouse is like, hey, you need to talk to your brother, Samoan Raider. We had a good time, man, at Stage Door <laughs> Casino for the home opener, uh, and we're gonna be back bro. November twenty second. Samoan Raider, you I need know, to make it a priority. Get back there November twenty second and jump on the live show uh, again. <laughs> man, I'm gonna try to, man. It was hella fun last time, bro. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I hope I hope I could go, man. But we'll see what's up though. There we go. Real quick, man. I'm I'm gonna give you one little last statement. How you feeling, man, about this Raiders playoffs run? You think you think it's happening? What's going on? Man, I, I man, I'm believing every single win, dog. Every after every single win, I'm believing we can actually go to the playoffs this year, dog. And maybe I'm I'm biased, but the way we came through today, bro, I can't believe it, dog. I, any win is a great win, and the Raiders did their thing. The defense stepped up. My boy, big plays, Slay. I mean, big plays. They came through at the end. Yeah. Man, you can't. I can't be any happier right now. But yeah, I just thought I'd call in, man. Thank you for having me, though. Just to voice my my happiness right now. Good stuff. But Obviously, you're ed- you're editing your video, definitely. so make sure you guys pay attention. You look out for that Samoan Raider <laughs> post game video drop coming up soon. But bro, oh, man. thanks Thank for calling in, man. Oh, man, thank you for answering my call, man. Raiders! <laughs> yeah! All right, I'll let you get back to what you're doing, Cody, man. Right on. See ya, bro. See ya, who's. Man, that was, a good, that was a good second call right there. We got our third caller queued up. Keep the calls coming, by the way. Keep the calls coming. But third caller, state your name. Where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Ryan Hofer, man. I'm coming from Kansas. Kansas, you're really close to enemy territory. Where, what's going oh, on over there, man? Hey, it's it's pretty good. You know, I'm enjoying the win. Man, you have no idea. The Kansas City Chiefs fans down here, they're just disgraceful. I'm constantly surrounded by them. Man, there's nothing better than that KC win that we had not too long ago. Oh, dude, I, don't, I can imagine. Especially in, you know, I mean, I guess that's technically Missouri, right? Can, correct me if I'm wrong. You're over there. So Kansas City. The the Chiefs are in Missouri, but Kansas City doesn't it float over into Kansas as well? Yeah, it's like half and half, and then I'm right in the middle of Kansas, so like pretty much right in the middle of uh, the whole country, and it's just nothing but Chiefs fans. So it's just nothing better than to rub all these wins right in their face, especially <laughs> when they came in here talking all this crap. But. There we go. So uh, a little geography lesson, I guess, for Raider Nation right now. But I will say, man. Um, Obviously, there's probably no other team you hate more than Chiefs. You're kind of like me, except I don't have the the territorial factor, you know, factored into it. But we're on a three game streak where we got to play what we just played: the Chargers, then the Broncos, then the Chiefs. I I want you to call it right now, Mister Kansas. Are we gonna win? Are we gonna Are we pulling off the hat trick? Do we get all three division games right now? I think I think as long as our defense steps up. I honestly think that we will. I think, you know, we proved that we could come out and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. We proved that we could take out the Chargers. You know, I think it's going to be a big game next week with the Broncos. You know, they're going to be coming back for some revenge. But if we take them out and we have all that momentum moving forward, I think we're going to slap Patrick Mahomes right in his face. 
I'm telling you, Kansas. I appreciate you calling in, man. Good stuff. Hope to hear from hey, you again thanks soon. Hey, my call, brother. Absolutely, hey, man. Oh yeah, Raiders, the Raiders. Baby. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Good stuff. Good stuff. We'll take our next caller here. Queued up. I see uh, someone in the chat. Reese Rock Raiders win on a review on fifth review shot to win. I'm not sure Reese Rock what that means necessarily, but. I will say, man, that, that review was uh, very necessary. I thought I saw it first glance uh, whenever we, uh, in, in real time, from our angle, we had the best angle, really, from that view. And I'm pretty sure that's what they blew up. And I saw that ball getting a little loose. And I thought there was definitely a chance of hitting the ground. Jonathan Abram was right. Isaiah Johnson making a big play. But our, I think, fourth caller of the afternoon. State your name, man. Where are you calling from? Hey, how's it going? This is uh, Mitchell from Fresno. I called in last week. Yeah, I recognize you. Mitchell from Fresno, the 559. How could I not? Actually, no, hold on. You're coming in. You're you're on 661? Hold on a second. You're from the Bay Area? You know, I'm living in Bakersfield right now, but I'm originally from Fresno. Okay, there you go. Oh, 661 is Bakersfield. You're right. You're right. 805 is the Bay Area. I got to get better with my area codes. I'll start remembering people better. (laughs) So, Fresno. How you feeling, man? We talked last week after a bounce back win. Now we got two in a row. Feeling good. Mitch, Fresno, how we doing, man? How how you feeling as as a Raiders fan right now? As a Raiders fan, I got one thing to say. Raiders! Raiders! That's it. That's all that needs to be said. Yes. Just one baby. That's it. All all that needs to be said, man. You know that win Ooh, that Chargers, uh, that Chargers game was going to be big for us because we need that momentum. We got the momentum rolling. Now we got the Broncos. The donkeys are going to come in trying to upset us. We have to just pound them into the ground because we have to. We have to go into that Chiefs game the following week hot. We need the hat yeah. trick. That's the only way we'll get the hat trick, man. Get this dub against the donkeys next week. Yeah, and I don't care. I mean, I get it. The Chiefs weren't like the best team that we've probably played all year but they were a lot better than what they showed they they showed on the record i was honestly a little nervous about this game missing our two starting tackles uh i mean they put themselves in a position to beat a lot of teams a lot of good teams too that's the that's the scary part uh they almost beat the chiefs they almost beat the bucks like seeing that and then them just kind of blowing the lead at the end that doesn't necessarily define that they're a bad team i mean maybe they're not the team to you know, go out there and lay their heart out on the field, but they're still a good football team for us to put put it together and pull out. I don't care what kind of win, the closest win in the world. I don't care for us to get it, get a W. I'm feeling pretty good, man. Same here, man. Just win, baby. We got that win, whatever it took. We did whatever it took. You know, I, Isaiah Johnson getting that play at the very end. I'm so happy for him. Man. Yes. I couldn't be happier for him. But, yeah, man, and like you said, I heard you talking earlier, salt and pepper, you know, they kind of got back into the rhythm yeah. today. So, just like you said, they need to go into they need to go into this game against Denver and they need to bring down uh, Drew Locke because that guy's way too cocky. I really I, – I truly dislike that guy. So, <laughs> same, bro. See salt and pepper wreak some havoc on him, you know. Same, so, bro, same. Yeah, I'm, feeling, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling you 100%. <laughs> Fresno, man, I appreciate you calling in, bro. We'll talk again soon, man. Thank you, Cody. You take care. Bye-bye. We're, we're rolling hot here, man. Post game, five and three, feeling good. I'm feeling great, guys. This is a fantastic win, and I cannot wait for Victory Monday tomorrow because I'm gonna feel I feel good, man. For two straight wins, a pretty solid winning record. But, uh, hold on. Oh, thought I brought him in. 
There we are. So fifth up, caller bro? of the day. State your name, man. Where are you calling from? Hey, it's Curtis Nelson from Florida, baby. Raiders! Raiders! I love it. From Florida. Yeah. All across the what's map. Up, brother? Man, I got to ask. You know, I, I want to ask you what's up. We're five and three. Well, I mean, we're going into yes, a big is. stretch of games here. Like, this is this is the core of the season. What? How are yes, you feeling, man? How are you feeling on this on this football team right now? Hold on. I'm feeling like like we're about to make the push, man. Like this game right here against the Chargers was that push that we needed, man. Derek yep. Carr didn't have his offensive line. He looked solid. He didn't look solid in the first half, but he came out and he had those bombs. Yeah. He had those bombs when we Nelson needed Aguilar. it. Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Renfro. Dude, I'm telling you, I think we make a push. We can even make a push to win this division, man. I'm not even sold on the Chiefs yet, man. I think we can beat them again. I love it. Make a push to yeah, win the division. Do. You want to call in here Let's and go, tell me baby. we're going to win the division, you're going to get me all the way fired up. Raider Nation, tune okay, in, man. That's what I was calling to do, man. I was getting you fired up. Let's, Let's go. go. Florida's all the way fired up. I love it right now. Man, bro, I yes, appreciate you coming in here oh, and yeah. talking to me. Char there's been some Chargers fans here in the chat. I don't know if you're tuning in right now on YouTube, but there's some Chargers fans oh, here in the watching, chat. We're watching you live. That's why I kept trying to call, man. I've been calling for like 30 minutes, and I, I was trying to get through. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. The, the call line's nuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here looking at six callers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Florida, man, I, I appreciate you calling in, and hopefully, man, I hear from oh, you yeah. again soon. Of course, baby. Man, we're getting all the way fired up. All the way fired up. Florida, we had Fresno, we had Kansas, we had Hawaii. Raider Nation is all over the map. It don't matter what it is. And we're coming into like our sixth caller. And I, I might take a, one more call after this, but sixth caller. I think it's sixth. Ah, yeah. Oh, we're getting all the way up. I love the energy of the phone callers right now, man. State your name. Where are you calling from? Hey, man, this is Jay Money Raider from Savannah, Georgia, man. What's going on? Georgia. I'm feeling at the Peach State, man. I got some family down in Georgia, so I'm, I, got, I got a little connection with you right now, man. How are we feeling? We're 5-3. and three. We're rolling hot. D.C. Five has an MVP caliber oh, season. What do we got, man? Hey, look, look. I got I got a couple thoughts, man. Please don't cut me off. Let me get these out. Get them out. Uh, Number 50, Moro. We need to get his ass off the field on third down. <laughs> he is not a third down linebacker. Yeah. I don't know why we think he is. He is not that guy. Okay. He is not. He cannot tackle. Yes. Second one. I, I will see. Uh, it. I, hey, hey, before you get to number two, I will slightly agree with you. Uh, th th I think they think that his 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 play style fits a third down linebacker, but Nick Kwiatkowski's uh -huh. that dude. I don't care who you are. Don't pull number 44 off the field for number 50. So I agree with you. What's number two? Number number two, we should have been gave Isaiah Johnson this chance. I'm so happy he prevailed this time. Keep him in the guy. Yeah. I'm sorry for cursing. Keep him in the game. <laughs> Keep him in the game. Yeah. I'm hey, hey. Keep him in the game. Hey, if, you, if you've listened to my content since – Last offseason, I mean, since I was at training camp last year, I wanted Isaiah Johnson to get some quality snaps on outside. Um, I think he maybe has that ability as a defensive back to maybe even play some safety. But being able to line him up against yeah. guys in our division like a Mike Williams or even maybe even a, I mean, a Keelan Allen, he's, he's pretty crafty. 
But if you're trying to throw some jump balls, yeah. we just yeah. proved it today. You get him a big physical wide receiver. You give him a DK Metcalf. You give him a Julio Jones. Isaiah Johnson's our guy, man. I'm, yeah. I, I agree with you, bro. He's a perfect matchup for that. Perfect matchup for that. And my last thing is yep. we need to show way more respect and gratitude to Tom, uh, to, to, our, to our offensive line coach. Yeah, Tom he's Cable. He's doing his ass this year. He's doing his thing, man. I do. He's doing his thing. Could, couldn't agree more, bro. Could right, man, not agree more. Hey, thanks, thanks for getting bro. your thoughts out, man. Georgia, we'll be hearing from you soon, hopefully. For sure. And we'll take this as the last caller of the day. State your name, where All you right, calling right, from? Raiders! Raiders! I love it. Yeah. Ah, uh, what's up, Raider Cody? Yeah. What, what, what's your name, man? Where are you calling from? My name is Anton. I'm calling from San Diego. I'm from Sacramento. Ooh, from San Diego, huh? The uh, from yeah, a bunch of a bunch of weak ass Charger fans out here. <laughs> have you met? Have you met all seven of them yet? Or are you still trying to meet the last couple? <laughs> I met I met the first three. I don't know about the the other other four of them. <laughs> I get it sucks, dude. What's crazy? This this is what, and this is actually a topic I don't think I've ever hit on. And this is the difference between our fan base and many others. The Chargers they leave San Diego to go to L.A., which is not very far at all, right? It's really not very far. If you live in San Diego, I'd be I'd be happy. If San Diego doesn't give them a deal, I would be happy as a Chargers fan for them to move to the literally the next closest location on the entire. I mean, the entire world, right? The Couldn't next closest the spot. So I'd be ecstatic if San Diego decided to screw them and not give them a deal and they and they go find something better. And being in, really, I mean, honestly, I, I still think the Raiders Stadium is, is the best stadium in the NFL. But to be in one of the best sports facilities probably in the world, in L.A., because they're just an all-around sports facility, um, for them to go there and find that opportunity, you should be happy as a Chargers fan. But no, Chargers fans decide they're going to jump off the bandwagon and say, screw the Chargers for just moving that far, while the Raiders have endured starting in the Bay Area, playing their first game in San Francisco, being home to Oakland, moving down to L.A., moving back to Oakland, then moving another state to Las Vegas, and still being as loyal as we are. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there was the sour people, and I would be sour too if I lived in the Bay Area. Don't get me wrong, but we have stayed a lot more faithful than probably any other fan base ever would, and that's why there's no other fan base like Raider Nation. But, anyways, get back on your topic, man. How you feeling in, in San Diego about anyway, the five and three Raiders? I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling real good. First of all, just to comment on what you just said, the, it's because the San Diego fans are soft. That's just pretty much it. Yeah. And they, they can't take any type of hardship. They they move. They they can't they can't handle that. Next, um, I'm I'm feeling real good. I just got a couple issues. Uh, Corey Littleton. I feel like he's he's a little bit disappointed right now. Yeah. Um, and um, I like Isaiah Johnson stepping up. I'm I'm gonna be I'm hyped for Damon Arnett to come back and um Trent Brown to come back once once he gets together what's whatever he's going through right now so yeah, yeah, i yeah. think we get we get everybody back brian edwards coming back i think i think we got a good push everybody on the schedule is looking looking like lunch if we could if yeah. we could get everybody back and get it going 
I like it. I like that comment. Everybody on the schedule is looking like lunch. That's good stuff, man. You're right. Hey, as soon as we can get some of these players back, uh, give Trent Brown a few games maybe to get back. Hopefully Colton Miller isn't more than another game missed. Um, and we can uh, we can get things rolling. So, San Diego, man, I appreciate you calling in. Maybe we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you. Good stuff, Raider Nation. Appreciate you guys calling in every week. Loading up the phone lines. Felt good. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in, Raider Nation. This is some good stuff. Got me all fired up. Five and three, Las Vegas Raiders. Feeling good. Rolling in. We're, you know, hey, check one off the board of three games against these division rivals. And I tell you, I mean, we're rolling, we're rolling through the stats. We got Isaiah Johnson coming out of the woodworks. Tom Cable doing something crazy with this. Basically riddled down offensive line. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Booker. Devontae Booker, I'm sorry, maybe being the best running back duo in the league. Nelson Aguilar proving all the doubters wrong. Unlike Nelson Aguilar, right? I love that line now. It's amazing. Nick Kwiatkowski being the dude, one of the best signings of the offseason. Salt and Pepper coming back. And D.C. playing at an MVP caliber level. And the only thing that we're going to do to be able to get the recognition that we deserve is quit winning, keep winning football games get in the playoffs. So... Let's go. Raider Nation, appreciate you guys joining me. This was episode, I think, 115, brought to you by the Blue Wire Podcasting Network, official podcast at RaidersBeat.com. We will see you guys after the next Raiders win in seven days. Later.
Hey guys, it's Mike. As you know, I adopted my pup Rocky from a local rescue. Now, when people ask me what kind of dog Rocky was, I was always stumped. I used an Embark Dog DNA test to decode my most puzzling questions about Rocky. You can also learn about your dog's inner secrets with Embark, the highest rated dog DNA test. Unlock over 350 breeds and screen for over 200 genetic health risks. Save $50 on a breed and health kit with promo code KIT at EmbarkVet.com. Again, that's promo code KIT.